to Tabula Rasa, bitches. Hello, hello. Hello. My name is Allie. My pronouns are she, her. And I'm Nick, and my pronouns are he, him. And you may have heard an extra voice here today. Who is here in the studio with us? Hi, baby dolls. I'm Jess. <laughs> my pronouns are A, M, R. Love it. And welcome to season two, episode 16 of Tabula Rasa, bitches. We're thrilled you're here with us. We are so thrilled, and we're especially thrilled to have incredible friend Jess with us in Tabula Rasa, bitches, your co hosts. Three of them this episode. Yes. Um, the three of us are going to discuss and dissect Buffy the Vampire Slayer, a show that we all love. And Jess, we're going to find out uh, your history with Buffy here in a second. Um, in this episode, our dear listeners, we're going to be discussing Season 2, Episode 16, Bewitched, Bewathered, what? Hello. Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Um, and yes, we're so thrilled you are here, Jess. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here and talk about some badass bitches. Yes. And be with some badass bitches. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you. It's Sarah Michelle Stellar. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ali just sent me a, a ins- that reminds me. Ali sent me something from Sarah Michelle. Sorry, 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 sorry. Not never not relevant, not relevant, not relevant. She um, posted as if she was a spirit Halloween costume. Stop that. It was adorable. Oh my god. Uh, and it was like accessories may include one of them was like a cocaine filled cross. <laughs> like a, a furry sidekick and some and something else. But I was like, cocaine filled cross? I don't know what you are referencing there. It's not Buffy, though. <laughs> is that like personal life experience, Sarah? Like, what's exactly? Like, is she slipping out like a little uh, side detail we never knew? A little peek behind the curtain, Sarah? Is this how you've <laughs> stayed in the business for so long? Yeah, I was. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I did not know. Maybe that's why the cross from Angel was so big, because it was filled with cocaine. They're my like- my Angel cross is not filled with cocaine. Um. If anybody ever sees me out wearing it, just so you know. Sure. <laughs> I hope everybody sure. checks in with you when they see you. Jess, um, <laughs> we have some specific questions for you. But before we jump in, do you want to just do the classic tell me about yourself, who you are, in what region of this terrible country are you <laughs> joining us from? Give us an intro to you. <laughs> oh got it so i am jess libertori i go by the stage name pukalukatuka your favorite agender witch i am personally a practicing real live witch i actually just got home from visiting salem for the first time so i feel like i'm at the height what? of my witchdom very in, Scorpio season. in touch right now mm-hmm. trust and believe wild <laughs> that is so cool wait okay i have quite keep going keep going keep going sorry sorry yeah. No, 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 no. We can ask all the questions. I'm ready to field it. It was very interesting. And being oh, like I, my clairsentience is kind of all over the map, depending on what energy I'm dealing with. But it was, it was an interesting time. So anyway, I'm a tarot card reader. I'm a witch. Uh, also a performer. 
an artist. So I do a little bit of all the arts, you know, classic ADHD artsy person, <laughs> just doing a little <laughs> bit of everything <laughs> in any, any given day. And um, yeah, I was thrilled to be invited to talk about the episode. I just watched it again, obviously, so I could be refreshed. And like the writing is so the dialogue, it is unmatched. <laughs> it is unparalleled by <laughs> Oh, my brother was watching it with me and I was like, You're see like you you heard that too, right? He was like, You guys are definitely gonna talk about that later, huh? Uh, yeah, uh, it's in the notes. It's in capital letters. Oh yeah, so. oh yeah, good. I'm, su I'm super excited for that. So I have a feeling it's gonna be like when my mom watches spy movies and they always blame stuff on the NSA, <laughs> and my mom's like, "That's not even what we do." She doesn't work for the NSA anymore, but like at, at a time Alan, she you did. Can't, you can't say that about your mom. You can't tell people. Can you it's tell totally people that <laughs> they don't actually do the shit that? movies blame on them oh my god so have I got fun. right now like yeah, yeah. No, no 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 she's it's if our it's internet fine. cuts out we all know why <laughs> no it's totally <laughs> fine but she would always but she'd always be like she's like that's not even what they do that is preposterous so i imagine it's going to be a lot of that jess i would like to know yeah what i actually don't know the answer to this question i meant to ask you this before we recorded but i kind of just jumped right in oops Okay, so you referenced this is a rewatch for you. Tell tell us about your experience with Buffy. Have you seen the series before? Is this your first time watching? I will say, if it is your first time watching, we've had several guests. This is their first time watching through, and it's been super fun. Any answer is super fun. Just curious about your experience with Buffy. You're so kind and comforting. You're so kind and comforting. <laughs> It's actually, it's not my first experience with Buffy. I did watch it all the way through. I came to it a little older. I was with someone at the time who was a huge fan. So one, like, week, we, like, piled our way through episodes whenever we had spare time. And I would also just watch them on my own. And I remember, like, I needed to know. I needed to watch the whole thing. I couldn't just. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah job so i'm familiar with the whole series but it's Yay. been a couple years since i watched it so <laughs> watching it again with a couple more years of like human life experience was uh it's interesting such an enjoyable time <laughs> some of it aged yeah. some of it didn't a lot of it uh, it's uh ali and i sometimes get yeah. into yeah I was say, uh, nick and i nick and i often disagree uh, which is fine because that makes for interesting podcasting. Uh, but yeah, that is sort of the whole, I don't know if you've if, if listened to any of our other episodes, but that is sort of our whole point because Nick and I have been watching this since elementary school. So right. we're, it's very ingrained in us. So it's really hard to see it with fresh eyes, but we're trying our best to, you know, tabula rasa, blank, blank slate. Uh, right. So we're, we're trying to see like what I identify with all of the adults now. <laughs> oh, yeah, big I like the the concept <laughs> and like the just like the queer like <laughs> feminist who's more aware of sociological and psychological impacts of art and whatnot. Like yeah. just the looking there's just so many lines that I wrote down that I was like, This is oh yikes. So this was our reference for like relationships. Yeah. Like this is <laughs> 
I what people thought was normal. Like protective and over possessive of my female <laughs> friends, I think, because of watching Xander, which is like now looking back, not always super we kind of oh, wanna... no, I always loved how protective you were of me. Oh good, I'm glad. Personally, I but... did not have a big brother who was like big brothery, who was like protective of me, unless I die in a show. He is always really damaged when I die on stage. Oh, <laughs> he was, he's a sensitive little teddy bear. It's so funny. But so other, but it was also always really lovely when like someone was bitchy and you'd be like, do I need to cut them? I will stalk them down and slit their throat. And I was like, you're the best. That does yeah. still stand. I will. I may not. I know I may not commit murder, but I will. You have not changed. Bully them on it's the lovely. internet, um, which can be worse <laughs> than just murdering them. You too, Jess. Psychological. I am not always super nice to people who aren't nice to my friends. Jess, you referenced a number of exciting projects that you are um, up to um, ADHD Royalty Unite. Yes. I will prompt you at the end as well, but um, because listenership sometimes drops off, would you like to plug anything, any social media handles, anything... Venmos, anything that folks should be aware of if they want to support you and stay in touch with you after this episode. Thank you so much for asking. Yeah, I you can look um, anyone who's interested in looking at more of my work, whether it be makeup and photography performance, or I, I also paint. I have been starting to uh, reignite a podcast I produced in the past as well as get another one rolling. So everyone can go to pookalukatuka.com, P-O-O-K-A-L-U-K-A-T-U-K-A.com, or just follow Pookalukatuka on all the socials. You'll see my spooky little face pop up, and, <laughs> and, uh, and you'll feel be free blessed to check in. for it. Shucks. No, you know, it's I do also what just I a really easy handle to remember, which is lovely. Thank you. It's a name my mom called me ever since I was little. Aww. And then I grew up and found out that Apuka in Celtic mythology is a shape-shifting fairy. And I was like, wow, look at my little agender ass, like being called a shape-shifting <laughs> Your fairy. Your mom knew. <laughs> Your mom just knew. <laughs> Literally. Somehow. Wild. So hey, maybe, did you ever hear the show Puka? That does sound familiar to me. There was yes, this because sometimes it's I have to like look it up again because it's like there was a fever dream. My family and I stumbled on it, and it was this. There were there was somebody in. It's a cartoon, and it was somebody in this like moving windmill, and they all looked kind of Nordic, like maybe like Swedish or something like that. But then the windmill shot Belgian waffles, <laughs> and there was. Nin either ninjas or pirates, maybe both. And I think and there Wait, was some I looked away for half a second and I just tuned back in and I just okay, keep going, <laughs> so, Allie. Okay, okay, I'm with you again. It took it me a second. Totally it doesn't make sense even if you were listening. Um <laughs> and then there was I think it was ninjas because there was a quote my family and I used to say and it'd be like, You how can you be a ninja? You're not even Belgian. Okay. And it was just like <laughs> Now that's writing. Now, now that, that is right. Here I was thinking it couldn't so, be topped. But like, if that whole thing is just like, okay, they're all fairies. Like, if it's just like puka fairies, cool. Then like, 
maybe that just like explains it all. <laughs> that could no. Now I need to watch this. I know. I need to track it down. Maybe I, I'll find it on YouTube and we'll have to share it with the uh, the socials. Bonus episode coming at everybody very soon. <gasps> Oh, wait, Side don't give us more work. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do like a live or something. You can, we can all watch together. Yeah, there we go. Like a live stream, live watch. Yeah. Love I'm down that. with that. Because <laughs> I know there was like a horror movie that came out on Hulu at one point that I think was a short that was also yeah. called Puka. I don't know. if I think it was a full movie, but I can picture the uh, the poster for it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got the big glowy eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, exactly. It sounded interesting, but I remember it didn't quite sound like what I would find scary, so I kept skipping over it. Yeah. But if I'm just like into weirdness, sounds like something I'd be down for. No, totally. It's like a third of my namesake, and I still didn't watch it. So I know it exists, <laughs> but if anyone has recommendations, let us know. Then that's true. We'll Is it worth that. the watch? Tell right. us if it's if it's worth the, the time. There's too much. There's too much content out out there to waste time on bad stuff. Right. Don't let me down. Don't let me be disappointed. <laughs> He's got the energy for really that. Really fun Google rabbit hole that I've gone down. Just now. <laughs> this is really good. I'm sorry. I'm paying attention. I'm tuned back again. No, you are good. I think I'm actually going to slide us into our summary today. Uh, as usual, we'll do our best to avoid spoilers beyond this episode, but we will be discussing this episode, spoilers and all. It's Valentine's Day, but Cordelia and Xander's romance has hit a bad patch since Cordelia is losing status as head cordette of Sunnydale High. Desperate to remain popular, she dumps Xander, even though she still loves him. Xander spies Amy Madison, did not know that was her last name, uh, using magic to avoid doing homework. Xander blackmails Amy into casting a love spell on Cordelia so he can dump her to make her feel as bad as he does. However, the spell backfires and every woman in Sunnydale except Cordelia falls madly in love, well, obsession, with Xander. And we do mean madly. Buffy, Joyce, Willow, Jenny, Drusilla, and every other woman, including Amy herself, fight amongst themselves for Xander's attention, with Amy turning Buffy into a rat to eliminate some of the competition. Xander rescues Cordelia from a mob attacking her, and the two run to Buffy's house. There's a scuffle with Angel, doors broken down, and ladies with axes and knives. Xander and Cordelia are seconds away from being killed by the love-crazed horde when Giles finally manages to break the spell. The next day, Cordelia's deputy cordette, Harmony, is nasty to Xander, and Cordelia tells her to shut up. She says she'll date who she wants, no matter how lame he is. Real nice, Cordy. The two walk away together again. This summary was adapted from our friends at Buffy Guide. Yeah, man, friends, there is a good bit to uh, unpack here. I have... Like, for starters, (laughs) the title is missing an Oxford comma. Just going to put that out there. I'm glad you noticed that, Allie, because as I I was typing the episode into the various places in our summary and in our Google Drive, like, folder mechanism, I kept... Adding in the Oxford comma, and like you said, there is no Oxford comma in the official documentation. I don't care about officialness in the when it comes to Oxford commas. Add it in. Jess, are you? Do you have strong feelings on the Oxford comma? I'm feeling like a little um, not filled in enough on the Oxford comma. Like, has it been that (laughs) long since I wrote anything? So the Oxford comma. Oh God! Is this was when you have the, when you okay, have a list going, of Ellie. we got have Allie a list started. of things. Is it the semicolon? 
no. No, thing. no, no. It is a comma. So okay. it's when you have a list of things. Uh-huh. So like red, purple, and blue. Okay. You have commas after everything. Sure. Including before the and of your last item. Oh. That is considered an Oxford comma in some things. Uh, some wrong people they don't put that last comma before the and okay but that changes the meaning meaning because if it was red purple and blue they're all separate items or it'd be red and then purple, purple and, blue. and blue right oh. okay so Allie, the it way changes the, the way meaning. you're presenting it though you're presenting this like one-sided thing here and i'm fine with it because i don't really have because there is opinion. one side but there's gonna there, be there's the oxford comma okay. and then there's people wrong okay, okay showing wrong different meanings all right well when it we are bombed with one star ratings from people who hate the oxford <laughs> comma i'm gonna come to you okay i will die on that hill i don't care if people give us one star reviews. i die do but we can also so move into our feelings on heart jewelry can i could i could we just could we just start off could i invite thoughts Oh Lord, this has already gotten. I'm gonna just. I can't. I can't even ask about our thoughts on the heart necklace that we see in the opening scene because I am afraid there's gonna be more strong feelings, and I don't know if I can handle it. I think it's sweet, but I don't love the actual piece. Yeah, I. It's very it's high school small. gift. It's very high school gift. You're right. Yeah, I do think it has its like age appropriate time. Like, if you get to, like, your 40s and you're giving this same heart necklace, maybe reevaluate and ask the clerk at the jewelry store for a, a recommendation. Yeah. But, like, reevaluate all your choices <laughs> at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, a 16-year-old boy, this is actually a very sweet piece. And it's pretty minimalistic. It's silver. Like, I, I think it's cute. So uh, in this scene, Buffy and or Z- Buffy and Xander are in the graveyard talking, and Xander's yeah he shows Buffy the necklace he's going to give Cordelia, and Buffy has some sass for him about dating Cordelia, <laughs> and he returns it too, which which struck me. I was like, oh, so you're also shit talking how difficult it is to date this person? <laughs> yeah. Do you yep. even? So you don't want this. He's self-aware that she is uh, a difficult person for sure. And I like, uh, so Buffy says, I just think you could find somebody more better. More better. I have it written (laughs) down. I was like, more better? Joss. All right, bud. Oh, the writing. I think it's where Buffy was searching for something. And yeah, it's hard. It's hard to, to know how to phrase that. Um, and then uh, awkwardness because Xander brings up, well, the one like quality person is otherwise engaged, referencing his refer- has his crush on Buffy, and it's like, oh, I thought we'd gotten over that. Yeah, we really got to bring that, that up, up again. Yeah, yeah, right after you showed her the necklace that you're getting for find you. a diary. Like, yeah. I don't right. know. We don't gotta find, say find everything a, out loud. That's okay. Find Twitter. Some guy friends. Yeah. 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 Get put a Finsta. On Twitter. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Put <laughs> on Finsta. Do some some sub tweets. Right. Like let's just yeah. Definitely uncomfortable. It's a choice. So a vampire pops up and Buffy kicks his ass and in the process Xander gets knocked down and as she finishes kicking his ass she helps Xander up. And um, she goes, uh, or I wrote this quote down. I don't know if it's Xander or Buffy. Somebody says, slaying is a tad more perilous than dating. No, that was Buffy. And then Xander replies back, well, you're obviously not dating Cordelia. Yeah. um, Don't compare dating a boss bitch. You are lucky to be dating 
uh, with Buffy risking her life for the fate of the world. Jess, something you need to know about me. Allie, I don't know if this is as true for you. Cordelia could run over somebody with her car (laughs) and I would defend her. I unapologetically, unequivocally support Cordelia. Like, I think she's she's beginning to grow back on me by this point in the story. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I see I'm I haven't worked through my own bullying damage <laughs> in my heart, like my heart of hearts <laughs> for that like popular girl. Like I see her. I see you changing, Cordelia. Mm-hmm. I will root for you. I know once your like mean little bitch ass heart opens <laughs> up a little bit, like fine. But I, she definitely, my guard's always put up initially mm-hmm. when those characters show up. <laughs> like, are you going to permanently be a bitch? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to have a character art? Because, mm-hmm. um, you know. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Now, did mm-hmm. you watch season one and season two up to this point? Or did you just watch this episode? I just watched this episode. Okay. okay. So yeah. I was also, like, I did remember that, like, okay, she's she does... Become. She's had growth for sure. Right. She's a tricky one, but it does some push pull. She plays with your heart a little bit. You never. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I have I trouble get trusting that. her. But yeah, but yeah, I imagine if it hit a little close to home, it would be hard to enjoy her, uh, shall we say, acerbic wit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just oh, like, damn, you gotta be so mean. That was a great word. That was an Oxford comma word. That was right an Oxford there. comma word. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Zach Efron used it in an episode of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and that is why I know it. <laughs> That's didn't even amazing. know he was in Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's good to know. Yeah, he like featured in an episode, right? It was one of those like sure crossovers. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. that little blonde beauty back in the day. <laughs> He's a cutie pie. So we're at school, and Cordelia is getting to school and the rest of the popular chicks are like ignoring her and she has to like run to catch up with them and turns out somehow or other they know that she and Xander are together and Harmony says when do you plan on wearing cute little matching outfits that's not a thing Harmony that's not a thing never once has that happened in high school ever although they do kind of coordinate at the end which is interesting sorry Jessica no 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 you're fine no I just I didn't even realize they coordinated at the end that's why I was like I only noticed yeah, that because it said in the more, trivia. I usually notice. I didn't uh, notice that okay. myself. <laughs> I was gonna say I usually I usually notice stuff like that, but that was probably more the. Uh, but it was probably less less matchy matchy than Harmony is picturing. Yeah, like what are you gonna like wear literally the same outfit? Like, yeah, like a family taking holiday cards. Right, like, like a JC. I think that's Penny what she's exactly. I think that's what she's picturing, and I'm like, that's just not a thing. Yeah, Harmony, that was Harmony. a dumb insult. <laughs> I invite both of y'all's experiences from high school. I don't remember there being that much drama over who was dating who in high school. Was there a situation that we know of from high school where if somebody was dating somebody else, they would straight up stop talking. They would like kick them out of the group because whoever they were dating wasn't cool. Was that a thing? Or is this a, or is this a TV trope that we're going with? I mean, I wasn't in the popular circle where like status was a thing. I remember being really bi- single and bitter and being like, wow, that person has a boyfriend? <laughs> Her. Really? I, so like that's what, but it wasn't like I would stop talking to my friends. Like even if I didn't, no, my friends had pretty good taste in, in people. So yeah, no, I don't know. What about you, Jess? 
I, okay, so there was, okay, there's this weird, this is going to sound completely bonkers because it absolutely is. And sometimes my life is a shock to me as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there was one time, my very first, like, partner ever in high school, there came some kind of drama out of nowhere about this other person that I wasn't really that close to who started a rumor that my partner had gotten them pregnant. Why? I was like thrown because I was like, what the like have also my parents had been separated and divorced since I was three. So there was there again some light pre-existing trauma already there. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like spun off the handle. I was like, what do you mean? I didn't know anything. When did this happen? Like, we've also been together for like two weeks. Like, what is going on? <laughs> what, what is happening? Wow. So yeah. Oh, and then the baby evaporated. Jerry, oh. Jerry, Jerry. I'm that was wild. Wait, is that the like biological excuse they gave? Yeah, yeah. That's what this nice. you know young again like teenage high school teenager came up with. Is it just it just evaporated? It just, just dissipated. Yeah. So America's I'm, sex education, everyone. Truly, and I was in Catholic school too. So extra. Oh well, that makes the well that makes that make at least a smidge more sense. Right. Wow. Yeah, so that was probably, uh, and I also was in, like, you know, kind of the lame set crew, like, band, marching band crowd of things mm-hmm. at hey, the time. among friends. So, Excellent. Yeah. Exactly. We're all, we know. We yeah. know the deal here. I wasn't going to make assumptions, but I was like, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's where we were. And that, so that just always through me i was like i did not expect any kind of drama to that extent especially mm-hmm. but it's so that's a stupid thing that happened when I was in high school. people yeah it's crazy what people believe uh, fun yeah. times i good stuff sometimes... it still wasn't like status though so mm-hmm. not quite the same as this situation yeah with yeah. Xander. okay okay good feedback from everybody all around i'm grateful for it so lovely I think we're in. Oh, by the way, Cordelia is once again looking like a teacher with a little sweater tied around her neck. Yes. Yep. I mean, she looks amazing, but definitely teacher. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, get it, girl. Crush it. Mm -hmm. So I believe that we are in class, right? It's the end of class. Everybody's getting ready to turn whatever in. Xander says, is getting ready to hand in his assignment. And he says, this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Back up, back up. So they're talking about the Valentine's Day dance. Uh, Willow is super adorable because she's excited because she, her boyfriend's playing in the band. Everything about Willow and Oz is just, it's everything to me because I just love Oz. Um, and I just, I love the quote when Buffy says something about like, oh yeah, mom and I are going to have a great night to ourselves and we're going to watch a movie, whatever. And Amy's just like, bad breakup. <laughs> and like, because of course it's the only reason you'd be doing that, a bad breakup. And Buffy says, believe me when I say, uh-huh. I just, I love that moment. And we know with her sadistic killer of an ex-boyfriend, it was indeed a bad breakup. It's not ideal. It definitely uh, puts, it puts my, uh, my nasty ex in a little bit more perspective, for sure. Only a right. little. Only a little. Just Only a, a little. Skosh. Only, just a skosh. I mean, he didn't kill puppies, so. That helps. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody is handing in their stuff. Amy manages to bewitch the teacher, and Xander's like, oh, I noticed that. Noted. 
uh, Willow and Buffy are uh, are walking the hallway after class. Willow really doesn't want Buffy to be alone on Valentine's Day, which is so sweet. What a good friend. We're also Willow stands here, Jess. Yep. Uh, Big time. Hello. Yeah. Queer icon. Right. That is one of the things that, like, I right? should have known how that Nick was gay very earlier than when he came out because of how much a Willow fan he was. <laughs> It's a thing. You can't not love Willow if you're part of the Rainbow Brigade. You just right. can't not. Right. <laughs> it's an yeah, queer icon for sure. And like, not we'll to get say to that I later, don't love Willow. Yeah. yeah. That is actually one of the other things, other than noticing uh, that I side with the adults, I have noticed just how, what a, a boss bitch Willow is. She's like really great at establishing boundaries. She is like really uh, like emotionally cognizant of things. Like, so. Yeah, she's really strong, and I don't think I'd ever, like, pick that out so much. I was too focused on Buffy. Yeah, nice people can be badasses. For sure, 100%. Um, So, yeah, so we leave class, and Jenny shows up, and I wrote down, anyone need a blanket to deal with this chill? (laughs) Oh, Allie, that's that's cheeky. It was just, oof. Yeah. Truly. And, like... Poor John, like someone give him love. It's so sad. To I know. Me. Yeah. Hug him. But he... also, like Jenny's relative, who I mean, with like questionable morals, whatever. But like Jenny's relative also died. So also maybe like why are you shitting on her when she's suffering too? That's I totally forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. 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 Jenny has also and been also, through a like, lot here. Yeah. She's only ever helped you guys, and yes. She was like technically hiding a part of herself, but she also didn't know the specifics of Angel's curse. So she really couldn't have prevented what happened, even if she like had been like, yes, yeah, up, I am from that Romani clan or whatever. Like she wouldn't have been able to help stop anything. So I just like they're all being really salty and I just don't think Jenny deserves it. I'm glad that you said that, Allie. Yeah, we talked about this briefly two episodes ago where we were like, Listen, I know Jenny done fucked up, but I kind of feel like they're being unfair to her. And I still feel that way. And just like you said, I feel particularly bad for Giles, who it's like, damn, dude had a good girlfriend who he liked and it was super into him. And Giles is pretty sexy. So I just want him to be loved. This is a side note for future Nick listening to this again as I'm preparing social media and for future Allie editing this because she might need to cut this out. I'm pretty sure that the actress who plays Jenny is like a avowed Christian has denounced her role in in a cult show like that's, Buffy. <laughs> pretty sure she's like... That's wild. Yeah, regrets being part of... Yeah. I really hope that's true because that is wild. It is somebody in this. It is a prominent character. I'm pretty sure it's Jenny, but we'll. Uh, Which would be doubly funny, listeners, if you're hearing this, the then show, you know she was also like a Wiccan. So right, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good stuff, right? Or no, she's not. She's not Wiccan. She's a techno techno pagan, but still, she's she's a witch. So that's that's so funny. Fun times. Fun times. Christians, man. So um, Giles is concerned for, wow, we got way off. Um, Giles is concerned for Buffy's safety because it's Valentine's Day and he knows that Angel tends to be particularly brutal for Valentine's Day. 
Giles says that Buffy should like stay off the streets, stay low. He says he's going to patrol and keep an eye on things. And I just have a couple of notes. First of all, Angel knows where Buffy lives, so I'm not really sure that it's a, does much is it safer. Good, and he's is been it, invited in. So what good is it going to do? In some ways, maybe stay continuously moving rather than mm-hmm. being. A, that's fine. Second of all, right. my bigger point here is Giles is going to patrol. Okay, it's very sweet. Valiant effort for sure. Is that gonna, is that going to help? Giles, are you going to be any better off right. than the Slayer? Well, I mean, if he kills one vampire, that's one vampire that would have lived had he not patrolled. Mm, true. <laughs> I, you know, I similarly, I'm like, yeah, my guy. How can you protect Slayer? Like, that's literally her whole, that's her whole thing. Like, prepare her. Don't yeah. just be like, go hide, babe. NBD. Like, I, yeah. and I get it. But, like, you know, if you're up I against mean, a battle, you know you're up against. Like, be right. prepared to fight. Also, Angel has been to Willow's as well. We don't do any prep of Willow. Because we also know that he's notorious for attacking everyone surrounding his target. So they also should have been warning Willow. I mean, really, everyone should have, like, bunkered down at, like, Xander's or something. Or at Giles's. But, yeah. Um, I wrote down a a, th- a quote I thought was interesting. He, so he's talking about uh, how Aunt Angelus really ta- uh, deals with Valentine's Day. He says, brutal displays, displays of, he would think of it as, affection, I suppose. And again, just uh, thinking back to some other uh, questionable affection showing in my relationship past. (laughs) I was like, we haven't seen too much brutalness from Angel yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough, Allie. (laughs) (laughs) But what he would think was affection, I guess. Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. psychopaths. I hate men. (laughs) Truly. So, there were parts of this episode that did not did not help with that either. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, this was a, this was a rough. Most I am like most of this whole process of having this podcast has only confirmed and bolstered my love of Buffy and that like yes, I was always right. It's a fantastic show. This episode is very hard to because just everything with like relationships and all of this teens being stupid, right. And like that's the whole like the just the this the sex element of it. And mm-hmm. like again, we are also dealing with not real teenagers, but like the story of teenager. It's just all and like I yeah I yeah. I started to think <laughs> about consent and yeah that yeah yeah and like what you can and can't say. Like there, I know where I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, but lines, there are lines. lines for sure. <laughs> there are lines. But, yeah, you're totally right. You know. You know who has very healthy ways of expressing affection? Spike. Strangely enough. Yeah. Yeah. Spike actually displays one of the most healthy relationships in this series, I believe. Well, up up to this point. Um, yeah. And he has great taste in jewelry. He gets this beautiful piece for Drusilla for Valentine's Day. And it matches her outfit perfectly. Mm-hmm. So good on it's you, an Spike. excellent choice for her, for her aesthetic. Yeah, just excellent choice. He pays attention. That's the kind mm-hmm. that we like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets points for that. Uh, 
<laughs> That's true. I mean, I mean, clearly. Wait, did I spoil that shit? No, 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 no. no, we're no. There, we're I was there, just there. about to move to move to Angel because Angel's look has also changed. He definitely has some liner on, and like his hair is spikier than it's been. It's very pale. Uh, I am, I am into all of it. The velvet shirt. Yes, I'm into, I'm into all of it. But yeah, let's talk about that heart. Are you, are you into the gift of the heart? Jess, you're a little into it. You're like, damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Jess, you're into it. Like, oh, Allie, what do you like think? Is that what do you think? So, the good or badness of a gift is based on the receiver of said gift. For Drew, that was an amazing gift. So that means it was a great gift. I personally Period. would prefer Spike's gift, but Drusilla <laughs> loved it. So means he knows her well. That's that's all. That's all there is to it. The court agrees. The court agrees. Um, the um, and it, I don't think Drusilla hides at all how she feels either. <laughs> I feel no. bad for my dude Spike here. She yeah. says she Drusilla says Angel always knows what speaks to a girl's heart. Mm-hmm. Drusilla, girl. <laughs> yeah, she is not sensitive to the feelings of her partner at all. Yeah, no, and then like Angel swoops in and puts the necklace on, and just oof, yeah. It is. I mean, just yeah. the shot at the end is really <laughs> what the end of the scene where it like goes down to the heart, and it's like, you know, that I just for that moment, I will the whole worth it. The whole thing is yeah. worth it. <laughs> true, true. And then we do get to see it in the next scene. It's a Valentine's Day dance at the Bronze. We do get to see Oz rocking out, which I love. Um, and Willow's face watching Oz is just oh, she looks so happy, so happy, and so proud. Mm-hmm. And Seth, Seth, oh, just Oz already starting the nail polish for any gender. Yeah, like, yep. here for it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A uh, a trend setting king. We love it. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. And Oz is another character uh, in this show that is displaying uh, non toxic masculinity, which we love. Um, and this episode features the song "Pain" by Four Star Mary. That is the song being played at the Bronze in that scene. Episode notes. It'll be there. There you go. So Cordelia walks in. She looks ravishing. Mm-hmm. Cordelia better get it. Hair f- even fluffier than usual. And just, yeah, looking amazing. Xander is, is looking around. He's clearly waiting for her. And I think Xander looks very nice as well. He does. He looks... I think it's very sweet. He's very dressed up. Very dapper. Very yeah, classy. he put mm-hmm. effort into this Valentine's Day look. I almost just said Thanksgiving look. Nope. <laughs> Not that one. No, no, not that one. <laughs> um, it's not really a thing I don't we know where encourage that... anymore in no, 2022. No, no, we don't. We uh, stay away from colonialist uh, genocidal celebrations. Yeah. yeah. The Cordettes once again blow Cordy off, and I, uh, my heart hurts for her. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this is really, it's it really is speaking to why she didn't want to date him in the first place. Because while she was harsh all those times that she was like, oh, I should be, I should be, I'm the one who should be embarrassed to be seen with you. But she, it was, she was making a very cognizant choice for her personal quality of life. She knows these aren't great people. She knows that. 
Right. But she also knows that her life is socially better when she's in rather than out. So she was trying to maintain that as long as possible. And in a very – in a way, I, I understand her actions. It sucks, but I, I do understand them. You see the logic in it even if yes. you don't uh, think it was the right move. Correct. Correct. Well, because it's, it's also hard for, for me because, like, I would be friends with Xander anyway. Like, I – wouldn't be right. I wouldn't be in that position anyway because if Xander wanted me I would be Xander's done like that's just his right. being hung up on his friend I'm not super jazzed well about. if I was just like a bystander in one of his classes I maybe wouldn't know all of that gunkiness some of his actions in this episode too I am oh, excited yeah. to process yeah but this speech he gives I thought was actually a pretty good speech he doesn't ramble on too long it's not like too prepared, but it, it it expresses his emotions, but not like overly. I thought it was a good speech. It is very thoughtful. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to agree. I do think he handled it pretty well. He, he was as composed as one could be. That He clearly, obviously also knew that the situation is predicated mm. on this social status and not actually... I mean, because yeah, you got he's right. Like Valentine's Day, that's the day. That's that's the one you pick. Mm-hmm. Truly did pick the worst one. Yeah. So, oh, I'm in. I'm in his speech pri- when he's giving her the necklace. Oh, giving her. Um, oh, I but, think uh, I think both of them. Both of them. He handled himself are, pretty well both, both times. Yeah. They're both pretty good, but he loses significant points because he uses dramatic irony incorrectly. I was wondering that. I was like, is this an Alanis moment? Are we just all 90s unsure of what irony really means? Correct. I'm sorry. I keep jumping ahead. No, 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 no. Not at all. Wait, I don't know what. When did he reference dramatic irony incorrectly? So he says, today of all days, what were you lacking? Dramatic irony. But dramatic irony is defined by when actions happen that are contrary to what one would expect dramatic irony specifically is when the audience knows what's going on but like if you okay got into bfa your own... and acting just what's your <laughs> every what's every your so degree often. did you know this too i didn't know this i don't i didn't remember this exact distinction i do have they didn't have the bfa option when i was there so it's just the bachelor of science but i have a film bachelor of science as well that still didn't cover the specificity of an Oxford comma or <laughs> situation. Yeah. Dramatic. Yeah. Is this is this dramatic irony that I went through all of that? Oh. It's still not. No. It still doesn't. See, I was failed. Yeah, so dramatic I, irony. I still didn't. Like, I thought it might be. Well, here, I'll give, I'll give an example of dramatic irony. So it'd be like, okay, so that we're like a slasher flick. Okay. We know that the... Slasher dude, Jason Voorhees is he in the closet. He could have. He could have been meaning. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. He could. I know what you're where you're going with this. He could have been saying that it was irony that was dramatic instead of using the whole device dramatic. Still wouldn't irony. really be. But it still wouldn't really be irony. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it's ironic to break up with somebody on Valentine's Day. Sorry, I. Am I defending Xander right now? What is this? 
Oh my God! You're this defending never grammar. Happens. You're defending grammar. You're not defending Xander. Mm. We would never. Maybe. Maybe. No. Oh, I mean, I defend Xander uh, regularly. I wouldn't. No, I, we know Nick does not. Um. So whatever. Okay, well, let me finish my example for the listeners. You're yes, right. You're we right. need an example of dramatic irony. So, Jason Voorhees hiding in the closet. We all know he's there. And then the protagonist comes in and goes. <sighs> I'm home, safe at last. That would be dramatic. But they're irony. not. But they're not. <laughs> but, but. Or yeah, so we're like if Xander okay. came in and was like, "Yay, I'm so happy how in love we are." If we already knew that Cordelia was heading there to break up with him, that would be dramatic irony. Is a dramatic irony if she already knew she was going to break up? If she no, it's just that the audience. This is a, yeah, it's the if it, yeah, I think it's the audience had a clue. Yeah, dramatic irony they is what, saw, yeah, we had a clue. Yeah. But he wasn't talking to the audience. Right. So. Direct. I yeah. got you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Someone Thank explain you. dramatic irony. <laughs> I appreciate that. I hope I did it right. Lesson well, well. you know, I learned who knows? Oxford commas, dramatic have... irony. Let's see what else we can get. Can we, if who we knows? get three, we'll it'll maybe be Maybe somebody one. will write and be like, she was explaining that all wrong. She doesn't even, she's just like talking out her ass. But hopefully I do. You do. Stop so, it. Stop it. Yeah. I already talked about that. Um, <laughs> Queen Harmony will never reign with the same grace as Cordelia Chase. Oh, evergreen point. Yeah. Yes. A few Trademark times that comes it. up. Sorry. I enjoy Harmony as a character, but uh, you just don't even compare, honey. The savage uh, comeback to against Harmony at the end of this episode is really great. One of my favorite Cordelia moments of Heck the yeah. series. So, like, throughout this Cordelia-Xander interaction in the bronze, we also have some over, like, cutbacks to um, Buffy at home. Mm -hmm. There's, like, a knock at the door, and nobody is there, and it's, like, super ominous. And then Joyce is gone, and there's, like, a total jump scare um, at the audience when Joyce comes back in from outside. This whole little mini scene gave me total I know what you did last summer vibes. Mm. And Joyce comes back and she has a package and Buffy opens it and it's a bunch of roses that says soon. In a black box a black with a black box. ribbon. Ooh, pretty ominous. Yeah, it's all very all very sinister. Sinister and like, I don't know, just a it's just like kind of hard. I was gonna say wow. in a sinister way that you would totally vibe on. <laughs> like, yes. who is this <laughs> stalker? Mm -hmm. oh. Is there a heart? Because it's also it's not it's not one rose. It's like almost like two dozen. It's a lot of roses, right? So in a very different context, you'd be like, oh, wow. yes, it's like kind Where's of sensual. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. Context is everything. <laughs> For sure. So, uh, are we at school the next day? That's where I am in my notes. Jess, do you have anything before then? I don't want to jump ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. You're fine. I, I, I guess the only thing I can specifically... I was also thinking about the, like, last summer vibes with the shot. I love a good panning shot. I love a good mm -hmm. shot yeah. where something, yeah. like, is there and then shifts away and it's all one shot and then it's gone. <laughs> like yes hello camera devices we love to see it okay film major yeah. i see you <laughs> thank you see i learned something yeah like one <laughs> thing 
Yes. How can well, I use my it's, family it's lovely studies having, degree here? Having different people on the podcast because, and this is how I know I'm not a director because I don't often notice those kinds of things. Those aren't the things that I pick up on. So it's really cool to see what what like a filmmaker picks up on these things. Yeah, I thought like because <laughs> yeah, especially the shot. I don't. I'm so much about visuals being mm-hmm. in the cinematography production on that end, like the film yeah. end. So that definitely but i'm always my eyes are always like oh why did we cut to that where are we over there why is the lighting like this yeah i can sometimes tell when it's bad but i can always put on my fi- put my finger on like why did the flow of this movie not work right whereas like you would be like well that's cuz they cut in the wrong places and like they did these kinds of pans instead of you know, right. doing a Hitchcock or we whatever. We had a static shot for three and a half minutes. Like, of course we're <laughs> bored. Like, nothing yeah, happened. Exactly. Like, they yeah. didn't even give you any helpful visual information. Yeah, right. I will go down my own full rabbit hole on camera shot choices and angles. I love that. Please I do. That. Yeah. Feel free to expand if you if you find more point more points that you picked out. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like waiting for a, a certain reference to come out so I can just scream about this one it's something that some of uh harmony something that harmony says oh okay oh, good, good. Even. yeah <laughs> so we're at this we're at school the next day and xander tracks down amy and he's like so you're a little witch and she's like me and then he basically threatens blackmail if she doesn't help him because he saw the whole homework thing and she goes that is so mean um honey is what he's saying untrue? Did it not happen? I mean, but is blackmail the best option? I agree. I mean, he's not extorting her for money. Her, he is extorting school? her her talent, her time, her treasure. We can't. No, absolutely not. Her treasure? Yeah, her her brain. Like her her, oh, her gift. Yeah, her, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Energy. Sorry, that was just an interesting word choice. I went with I time guess. and talent because I went with time, no. talent, treasure because that comes up in my work all the time. You're right. I'm glad you checked me on it, but I'm gonna double down on it. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just not a use of the word that I that I had heard. A treasure so of knowing sorts. it is a term a, a kind of an industry term that makes sense so um i had a harmony quote written down um right before this jess did we skip over your harmony quote that you did you pick up on this quote too oh i it may be the same one i'm thinking of something specifically and it's again wait, like production mind. it was like that was a very hilarious trademark decision that i saw i heard you make with this dialogue it's. I think it's a little bit further down. Though. It's like the okay, next okay, okay. two scenes away. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Then we, it was Harmony being savage, but we've already given space to Harmony being savage. We don't need to. No, no, no. What was the quote that you picked out? Harmony said to Xander, gee, Xander, maybe you should learn a second language so that more girls can reject you. <laughs> That's right. That's so that rude. That is right. Woof. That is yeah. so rude. Yeah. I re- yeah. yeah, yeah. Not kind. I don't love it. Which, like, hun, she already did what you wanted her to do. Can you, like, just stop? Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. we got to rub salt in this wound here? Yeah. So um, I had this question as um, Xander was blackmailing Amy. And as Amy seemed surprised that Xander knew that she was uh, a practicing witch, 
did mm-hmm. was Amy trying to hide it? Because when we saw her hand in the homework, girl was not subtle. Xander was standing right behind her. Well, maybe she didn't know that he was behind her because they were the last two people in the classroom. So maybe she just missed that she wasn't the last person. She had to have missed it. Yeah. 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 I think that's what happened. She just didn't realize he was behind her. I mean, or maybe she didn't think he would just be a little punk ass bitch. Right. Yeah. He's going to be ratting her out. Yeah, snitch about it. Damn. (laughs) Well, the Italian in me is like, what are you fucking doing here, buddy? What do you think? You can just like run around like i'm literally a witch <laughs> are you trying to get a spell cast you want a black me? you sure yeah right we'll put your soul in a jar tootsie pop let's go i will trap you in a statue forever snatched <laughs> oh funny that is funny um i would like to put a outfit spotlight on buffy today that leopard skirt and the black top yes all of it all of it. I feel like her, her wardrobe is like, we're at the point where it's starting to get more and more spicy. And I'm so here mm-hmm. for a little bit more leather coming yeah. in. Yes, the yeah. animal prints. Mm-hmm. I'm literally right. Oh, look at you. Uh, a leather leopard. print, too. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Leopard is, I think that's part of the 90s sort of coming, 90s, early 2000s coming back. That like leopard print is definitely and like leopard print like faux fur and like all of that is becoming very popular. I went to lunch with a woman today who had the most fabulous faux leopard purse. I was like, yes. I love it. Thank you. So, okay, Xander says he wants a love spell. Um, this is where I wanna I wanna set aside some space for this. He says, the point is I want her to want me desperately so i can break up with her and subject her to the same hell she's been putting me through i'm not saying that i have wanted to put my uh my uh, i don't know if i've wanted to put my ex people through okay whatever setting that aside the the thought of forcing somebody to fall in love with you feels so unacceptable and violating I actually yeah. wrote a lot about that as as a practicing witch. That is one thing that I learned very early is like you can't go, you really can't go play. And if I'm not mistaken, Giles brings it up later. Yep. Is like you can't go messing with people's free will. That's not a thing that you can do. It's not going to work. Even mm-hmm. if it works, quote, end quote, in the beginning, it's not going to end well because right. you've taken away the natural order of things, of fate, mm-hmm. you know? So like. That yeah. fate finds a way, karma finds a way. If something's yeah. going to come and bite you, it's going to come and bite you. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. So yeah. be careful what you wish for because it just might come true. Right. I feel like it gets listed with a lot of those uh, big rules. Um, like the genie talks about it in Aladdin. Like, mm-hmm. I can't make anybody fall in love with you. That's a big one. I feel like it's it's in that same category of like, Okay, we can, but we shouldn't. Right. In the same way of like right. resurrection, not okay. Right. Like technically it is possible, but it's not going to happen like you think it's going to happen and you just shouldn't do it. Right. It's ill-advised if right. nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't actually even end up as love as as Giles points out later. He's like, right. that's not even love. That's obsession. Right. Not the same thing. For sure. And just, yeah, uh, my next, I was just Buffy and everything between Buffy and Xander in this episode. Just 
it's cringe cringy cringy cringe cringe Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about what uh, the quote you pulled, Nick, of what Xander said, I just, I don't feel like this hurt is proportionate to their relationship. Say more. The hurt that Xander is feeling? or The, the hurt, hurt that Xander's feeling. Like, I get rejection sucks, but like, that fiery passion that like he is willing to invoke magic to hurt her. Yeah. To like... This, yeah. I want her to feel as in the hell that I'm in. All right, drama queen. Yeah. Like You've made out even for a few deep. episodes. Come on. Right. And you constantly talk about what a pill she is. Like, right. are you that hurt? Really? And it's also not like Xander Harris has never been rejected before. So is it that? It's It can't be that. Yeah, it does seem a little inflated. Give it like not that I haven't maybe or maybe not cooked up a little karma spell now and again to make sure karma <laughs> finds people that I feel yeah. like it should find. <gasps> but even then, you know, it's not it's just like I just want I just want whatever you cast upon me to find its way back to you. Right. So it's not really like a piling on, I'm sending a werewolf yeah. to your house in the night kind of spell work. It's more like, oh, okay, you fucked around and now you're going to find out. Yeah. So, yeah. It sounds proportionate. You'll to what find happened. out as much as you fucked around. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, equal the equal value. and opposite fucked around. Yeah. Yeah. It's all physics. But yeah. like him yeah. trying to pile on, like double down, it's, I was just like, Okay, I'm not I'm not buying how hurt you are. But Xander is pretty historically dramatic. So Yeah, spicy real quick. So um Amy takes Jess's advice here and cautions strongly against fucking with free will. Um, but she says she'll do it anyway. She needs something of Cordy's. In the middle of this, Buffy storms into the library and gives Giles the note potentially sexy note that <laughs> Angel gave her and again context and Buffy is like I need to know and Giles like yeah you're right we'll loop you in mm-hmm. uh there it cuts back to Xander he stops Cordelia in the hallway and he says that he wants the necklace back um she lies and says it's in her locker but she's actually wearing it um and she has this line that I think is needlessly vicious. I will always defend Cordelia. I don't love this line, though. She says, it's a good thing we broke up. Now I don't have to pretend to like it. So cold. Yeah. So cold. Yeah. yeah. Especially because she was literally wearing it. Like, their whole thing does feel very, like, kind of juvenile high school, like, tit for tat. Like, yeah. well, fuck you more. Right. Fuck yeah. you, Infinity Plus One. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, yeah, so it speaks to maybe the accuracy of, like, this is what teens would say and how teens would act. Again, not condoning the behavior, but I suppose it, it, it does make sense. And, again, the we understand just how hurt she is because clearly she's been wearing it. So she did love it, and she does love him, and, yeah, but, oof. Yeah, they get real nasty to to each other. Yeah, they get real real snippy. Not not nice. Um, yeah. Jess is our resident witch. Can you walk us through this next scene where they're actually casting the spell? 
the ceremony was very fascinating to me. I, you know, like incantations, because it was, I think, even more interesting at the end who they call upon to help undo all of the spells. But it, like in that moment, kind of, you know, without the actively like what ends up happening when the spell backfires. Hmm. But using the herbs, having an incantation, like all of those things, I'm not 100% sure what the paint. I was going to ask what the symbols. Yeah, what is what what is happening? Why is that? Okay, we don't know. Right. Like, I'm not 100% sure what symbols they were using. But I do know that in spell work, you know, sigils are basically a condensed version of of a spell. It's like shapes and um usually a reference from letters that creates a new shape to indicate like a stamp almost of whatever spell it is that you're casting and there are sigils like in the lesser key of solomon when you're summoning demons or angels like you always there's a sigil for each one of those so i am assuming that all of those lines had to do with the energy that they were calling upon to cast the spell and it was kind of interesting watching her use the necklace as almost a pendulum. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. pendulum work is also huge. I have a pendulum. I'm not the best at it. But I know people who use pendulums much more frequently. And that it was kind of, again, just the like director in me was like, oh, good. It doesn't look like your arm is moving. Like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> like, good job. You're selling it. You're selling it, babe. Love to see it. <laughs> so that was the, the 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 work with the candle, because I also do a lot of candle work. I The elements were pretty true to form. You know, like, oh, obviously what happens isn't exactly how magic <laughs> works, at least in good on I'm this glad. realm. Yeah, not as effective. If it was, frankly, I probably would have pulled a, a Xander oopsie at this point. Yeah. And, but intentionally, just make everyone yeah. love me. I do. And I think her. and I think more people would be on board with stuff. with witchcraft if it like so obviously had like proof of like of working. If, if it was that clear. If it was like right, cause, think, effect, done. Right. Yeah. yeah. If it was that documentable, then I think more people would would be on board. If you were just like, well, look at this horde of women chasing me. Right. Into it. Let's do this yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. No. Which is is really interesting uh, proof of just how powerful Amy is. Like, maybe doesn't even notice herself how powerful she Ooh, is. Oh, good point. Because yeah. the whole town is affected. Not just the people in, like, a small radius. Not just, like, the other students. Like... Well, even Drusilla. her, like she, yeah, yeah herself, she's yeah. affected. Like, and the fact that it didn't just backfire, like, oh, it fizzled and it didn't work. Like, <laughs> it fantastically backfired. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Nick hit it on the head. That is a great point because I didn't even think about it that way. But yeah, like her, her magic is so much stronger than I think she even realizes. Obviously, because yeah. it's backfired uh, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. So process-wise, yeah, Buffy kind of Buffy Buffy hit some uh some points that make sense. That's really neat. Thank you for sharing that, Joss. Yeah, Ooh. no, of course. Yeah, because at the end she invokes Hecate and uh, 
but yeah, it was. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. What? Look at you. Look at you using words and people and references that are real for all of us <laughs> witches out here. <laughs> Go ahead. You get now, this one, Josh. Does it? Does it make sense for her to invoke? I I always get my my Roman and my Greek gods mixed up. So confirm or or, or correct are Hecate and uh, Diana in the same pantheon? Yes. Okay. They are both Roman, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. I believe so. I'm trying. I'm scrolling through my knowledge based on um, Lore Olympus. <laughs> Listen. That's that's where I know my stuff from. There's like so much of it, and it all they all dance and are mirrors of one another. So yeah, Lore I mean, Olympus. That I just it's a it's a it's, it's a, web a web comic. Tune. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah I oh, just googled that so, too. So fucking good. Yeah. Now and another. Now that I've thought of that, the does because a lot of the the Roman gods and the Greek gods are interchangeable, as in they're the same god with different names. So. Does that make them interchangeable in spell work? You know, I feel like it's really interesting at this point in time, like with society and mankind where we are. Mm -hmm. I find that, I don't know, in my journey, it's been really interesting. Like there are so many practices that I admire from so many different cultures and yet have also been, of course, navigating how to participate in parts of those respectfully and mm -hmm. in you know, be very specific about, you know, just respecting the boundaries of the cultural practices themselves. But I'm also a big proponent of like these, these, I mean, and maybe it's also because of Italian and also fed up with our own colonialism that I'm like, fuck it, everybody use it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Call to whatever of our gods you want. They, they, they could bear to do some good stuff. So like, please let them, you know, like, <laughs> Give some recompense for uh, everything that the Romans have put mankind through. <laughs> so I find that it's sometimes more culturally based. If some some people, you know, feel more connected to Aphrodite than Venus, as sometimes I think it's just even the word. Mm -hmm. I think people feel resonance in the same way, you know, that we that we all hear things that make us feel something aligned and electric and affirmed. Um, so there are certain spells that are written that you do want to follow, mm -hmm. you know, more closely to the ritual at hand. But ultimately, I feel like, you know, Hecate is, I don't know, Hecate is the goddess of the moon. So she's actually also the goddess that's incorporated with the symbol. Oh, that's so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is really cool. It goes up too. Yeah. It's like the, the, Circles indicate like the um, chakras. Is that rainbow? Not all. That, are there are those rainbow circles? Rainbow. Oh my god, I love it. It works. It works both ways. Yeah, for, like the spiritual witchy way, and also the I am very gay way. So that also still translates multiple so, letters. I heard you say there's like an intentionality behind the words you're speaking. Like there's like a connection in that, like that like helps align the mystical forces is that is that the right way to yeah yeah i think you're hitting the nail on the head like i i'm i just and i i know this is kind of like almost becoming cliche in which <laughs> which culture uh 
but the idea of like spell work, spelling, like literally when you're writing oh. words, when you're saying a sentence, you know, it's spells, it's spell work, you're mm. spelling. Uh-huh. Like, wow. so, yeah. You know, like whatever words are impactful to you, because all of these spells were just written down by other humans, mm. you know? So, mm. not to say that ritual and ceremony doesn't have its place, because I absolutely think it does. But at the same time, if we were the ones who created it, why can't we be the ones who choose how it changes? Mm. You know, mm. so if something works for me, like even down to reading cards, sometimes I read my different decks of tarot cards a little bit differently than what is traditionally known in the you know, Rider Waste tarot mm. that most people recognize when they see pictures of tarot cards. Like it really is about the intuition of the witch. So, like, trusting your own kind of spiritual, godly energy. Because I guess in my in my humble opinion, I also feel like if we are energetically connected to whatever these other entities are, whether it be God or gods or goddesses or whoever, are we not all part of the same energy? Do we not have somewhat of a direct line to that amount of power? We're, we're humans. Sure. Absolutely. We have our limitations. But... We also are constantly creating limitations that don't have to exist a lot of the time. So, yeah, I, I guess my personal belief is that if you feel like there are some things you want to take from over here in this spell and over here in this spell, if you want to call on the energies that are reflective of one another, like Venus and Aphrodite, like refer to both of those energies, because also if it is the same it's a reflection of the same god it is the same energy mm. in my head mm. so i just one witch's opinion i feel like we should all have a little bit more freedom in how we practice while also understanding and respecting the boundaries of you know spiritual leaders who gave us the seed of these gifts you know like nurture the plant by all means but sometimes you're gonna have to trim some leaves to get the plant to grow to get some growth i feel like you're dropping so much wisdom right now i I do feel like some of what you're saying this idea that like okay process is important paying homage is important and these things but also we've created these rules why can't we like we inherited this why can't we build on it and expand it applies to so many other other things like other than spell work or witchcraft like there are so many like we could take that wisdom and um like if if we we could take that wisdom and improve things so much if thank you i i don't know i think so i think i give pretty damn good advice now and again you you do give good (laughs) advice jess thank you for sharing your time talent and treasure with us this evening <laughs> and we Thank still you. have half an episode <laughs> boom yeah i won't hold this up anymore with my witchy let's no that's exactly why we hired you he you specifically here for this specific show episode oh thanks so we love it we i love grateful. the opportunity to speak witch nonsense so <laughs> speak witch wisdom is what you mean so oh, yes. we're we're all about sure. reframing here on Tabula Rasa, and we don't enjoy negative self-talk. Absolutely so. not. We have no time for that. Toxic positivity only. <laughs> Thank 
Bitches, love you. <laughs> so, um, um, Amy has officially cast the spell. Um, in the next day, Xander walks into school with some swagger. Um, he goes up to the table with Cordelia. Some of that nice porn music playing. He walks down the hall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, you can tell he's trying to emulate swagger, but it's like not. It wasn't like super working for me. I've seen him look sexier before. Oh, see, I saw that it. I saw it totally differently. I knew you were going to he... say that. I knew you were going to be like, confidence is sexy. No, 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 no. I don't think he, he doesn't look confident. He doesn't look any different at all. So what I saw was that it wasn't that he was doing anything differently. It was that because of the spell, everyone views him differently. Ooh. So he's just the untucked, sh- let, you know, pants that are too long, guy that he is and everyone else just has sparkles on their eyes and then suddenly like ooh yes I love that pattern shirt or that too big pants or whatever yeah that's how I read it too I read it as like there was I don't I, and I see what you're saying though Nick because he did he still does have this very spicy energy about him when he walks mm-hmm. in like I cast a spell I'm yeah. about to get my revenge and then yeah. as especially when he goes over to the table and stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's also small mart <laughs> comes up. I will never stop thinking about small mart is uh where they're talking about his outfit, like getting his outfit from small mart. And I'm like, this is wow, you guys really you couldn't even you couldn't even say it? You couldn't even say the oh? All right. Yeah, I wonder Copyright. how much of how much of that was yeah, how much of that was like legality <laughs> versus how much was them just adding even more salt into the wound. Cause like it it would have been That's enough true. just to say Walmart. Like it would have been enough. But they're adding extra spice on it by saying small mart. See, I didn't give that much credit. I didn't give Harmony that much. I was like, you know, it's I mean, oh yeah, I didn't. But you're right. I, I was totally yeah. like, oh yeah, they were gonna get sued if they right. Said that's it. <laughs> that's no, good though, Ali. You're right. Maybe it could be yeah, either. Yeah. It could definitely be either. I think may- maybe she's ha- she's picked up a little bit of uh, Cordy's skill at uh, at digs because whoo, girl knows how to cut cut right to it. Truly. So um, he's eventually embarrassed and he walks away. Um, in the library, Giles and Buffy are reviewing things, and Xander walks in. Giles walks away, and Buffy and Xander are talking. And here we start to see this spell really working because it's like pretty cringe. Yeah, super cringe. Uh, there's a joke about lap dancing. Yes. Like what? Yeah. Hold on. What? Well, that's that's pretty uh, usual for Xander. Yeah, not any more appropriate. Than but it. Normal, well, but, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. True. But that's pretty on par for the kinds of jokes he makes. What's different now is how she reacts to it, for sure. It yeah. is kind of like stupid high school. Like, also, I feel like the we don't know how to really discuss sex yet. Like, that's not really. Yeah. So it's all a joke. So like, and, yeah. <laughs> lap dancers. Right. So. Yeah, but he, yeah, he makes those kinds of those kinds of jokes pretty regularly. Well, they're pretty gross, and he should not do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not the... advisable. I don't know. Maybe my gross meter is different from <laughs> I don't know, Jess. I don't know what band kids were <laughs> like at your school, but uh, like, I learned. 
It's yeah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There was there was a lot. There was a lot of going pretending like I understood, and then going home and going on Urban Dictionary and be like, "What is teabagging?" And yeah, I definitely oh did a lot of that too. <laughs> you just, yeah, like I became really well versed in turning a penis drawing into a butterfly. Right. You have to be prepared for this. Is, these right. are life skills. <laughs> you know, there was often the game of how long will it take for the band teacher to notice that that is not a butterfly or was that that was not originally a butterfly on right. the board. As if they've and, never seen a cartoon drawing of a dick before. Like they never. I mean, maybe maybe in previous generations it was a, it was a different shape that they turned it into. I should ask my parents about that. I want I wonder if they know. Like maybe my generation, it was butterflies, but maybe it was something else for others. Maybe the, maybe now uh, the kids are so woke that they don't even disguise their penis drawings anymore. I don't know. There was someone who drew a penis, like, you know, very classic, two balls, one little arch and mm-hmm. like the uh, uh, the dust on the parking garage uh, that I was in the other day. So mm-hmm. maybe these are these Gen Z's are like, why are we? Bodily autonomy. Why are we shaming? Yeah. Why are we censoring bodies? Maybe they're Absolutely. really. I like to think that they're Artistry. all really good. I like to think there's more variety now. Like it's not just penis doodles. That now, like maybe Gen Zers know how to doodle a vulva. You know, I hope maybe it's for them. breasts too and butts and yeah, maybe it's a lot. Just not. It's not just penises. Because I mean, let's be honest, penises are funny. It's funny to draw them. Right. I get it for right. sure. They're simple. I mean, yeah. I feel like until we all get more acquainted with what actually goes on in a vagina, we just need mm-hmm. to incorporate that more into it's the It's a culture. lot more complicated. There yeah, is. For sure. Um, for sure. Penises are a little more fragile, too. So this idea that there's some symbol of, like, ultra masculinity when they're actually pretty. Well, I guess they, they are <laughs> no, a symbol they're of a masculinity. Fa- they're actually though. a very yeah, appropriate symbol of masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have devolved again, friends. Can we get back on track here, please? Let's All right, if you say so. Um, so this scene They're is about total to kick. ick. Okay, yep, keep going. Yeah, the scene is total ick, um, but luckily they're interrupted. They don't kiss. Um, what's really nice and a, a, a relief is that as soon as Xander leaves, he's met with with Amy. Amy repeats a, fr- a phrase verbatim what Buffy says, and he very quickly realizes it has to do with the spell. And so it's just, I'm really glad that they didn't string that along any longer than that. Uh, that was just a relief. Yeah. No, that was, I literally have, ooh, Xander, you dare did it now. Now everyone's <laughs> in love with you. This is why the witches remind you to be careful what you wish for and not to fuck <laughs> around with free will. Yeah. Amy warned yeah. you, dude. Yeah, she, she did. did. She did. She yep. said it. You did it yeah. anyway. Yeah, I noticed Soft the bitch. sad music as Amy repeated that line that Buffy had repeated. And um, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, he, he did pick up on that pretty quick. Yeah. And then we have this other girl who we've never met who comes up who seems totally out of era. She, The blonde chick who comes up after Amy who's like, hey, maybe we could like get coffee. She has this like total 60s Yeah, she's a couple decades off. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it was just like very strange. I don't know what what this '60s chick is doing here. No, it was great. I I also loved like we I like him having a 
memory about having wanting to mention this but like as he's walking through too there's like teachers and like lunch ladies like you know oh, background yeah. and i'm like yeah love this mm-hmm. love yes <laughs> i actually right i have point. a i have a note where are the gay dudes yes i i was like okay so this didn't work on gay men only straight cisgender women those are the only ones right yeah that is definitely something that would have been different had this same same scenario happen today they definitely would have had more diverse people chasing after him hopefully some more diverse gender identities too because it is like total heteronormative yeah total binary yeah and they looked disgusted too like immediately jealous like what the fuck are you looking at him for? Yeah. Like, right, guys. Yeah, kind of like incredulous. Yeah. So Xander goes home and oops, Willow's in his bed. There's another kind of ick scene here. Yikes. Uh, and yeah, Willow says, oh, I wanted to surprise you. And oh. he says, good job. <laughs> yep. Good job. Surprise. You did it. <laughs> that was funny. And I think it's like just really setting in for him. Oh, damn. I done fucked up. She's like, my first time. I want you to be my first time. And your heart is like, Willow. I know. Yeah. Awful. 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 Especially because, like, Willow the character did. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I like to. So, again, maybe this is Allie Optimist. I like to think that maybe that's like a peek into what willow's into right like it's willow's kink like she yeah likes like willow's to be kink the is, is a little yeah exactly right. i i could only hope that's uh yeah that's my glass half full uh reading of that line it was uncomfortable nonetheless yeah because because of the whole situation compiled but i i chose to take that as a ooh, willow's a little spicy willow may be a rope bunny yeah I hope so. Get it, Willow. You deserve it. You deserve happiness and fulfillment. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, maybe maybe the roughness comes into play with her her new boyfriend. You know, like I don't know. Right. Anyway, uh, very eclectic room decor for Xander. He has like some pool. I don't know what those things are called, which you use to rack the the balls. Oh, triangles. Yeah, he has some of those. Yeah, well, one's a triangle, one's a diamond. So there's like it's like pool, and one's billiards. I think. Ooh. I don't know. I, I, I right. pretend I pretend like I know things. Um, so yeah, so he has like posters and like lots of like really teenager thingies, and then he has like pool stuff, and I was like, interesting. Right, Finger it's a thing. choice. It's like suddenly yeah. you also are like a college or forty yeah. year old man. Like right, right. One of those other demographics. Right, right. Well, Oddly yeah, disorganized, cool. but not surprising to me. But yeah, eclectic for sure. Yeah, the mess was not a shock at all. Nailed that part in the set design. So uh, I think Cordelia walks into school and the Cordettes are all pissed at her. They say, Xander's wounded because of you, which was an odd line. Wounded? What a... Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, The lexicon. The lexicon. Some dramatic language, for sure. Um, And I like this line from Cordelia. She says... What does it take to make you people happy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was so fun. true. People are people like that are never satisfied. Um, so Xander 
goes to uh, the library and uh, definitely mea culpa with uh, with Giles. I fucked up. And he says, Giles says something about like, oh, I can't believe you're fool enough to do this. And Xander says, oh, no, I'm twice the fool it takes to do something like this. <laughs> well, you know, a little self-awareness. That's that's nice. He also, at some point in the beginning of this conversation, mentions that, uh, like, every girl in town wants him to be their, quote, cuddle monkey. <laughs> and that yep. that's, that's just permeated into my brain forever. I'm not sure if I hate it or love it yet. I hated it at first. Started yeah. to love it. I'm not sure where I sit on the pencil. I hate anymore. it to I hate it being said to Giles. Like he could have just said, All the girls want me. Like cuddle monkey feels like it's an so unnecessarily sick. weird yeah. way. Like cuddle monkey is what I would call Allie, I would love to cuddle monkey with you. That feels less weird to me. Cuddle monkey with yeah. you. Is that a verb? I don't know. I'm going with it. That feels less weird than yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it was a choice. Yeah, it's a choice I mean, for me. pretty pretty true to Xander choice for sure. That's fair. Yeah, character so, accurate. So, um, Jenny has hit on him. Um, and we're not going to think about adults and teenagers here. Um, nope, 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 nope. Giles again up. chastises him and says, "Barricade yourself in here. Just stay." <laughs> and and then he barricades the door. But they swing yeah, out. The barricade does not go great. <laughs> not as bright as not, not effective. Uh, but Buffy that, in that raincoat. Oh my god, Buffy this scene, girl. This scene was fantasy Buff- fuel for little Allie for oh. quite some time. Yeah, Buffy oh, I was looking real good here. Yeah, Allie was a little Allie was a lot less uh, skeeved out by this situation uh, was not contemplating the ramifications and implications sure. and stuff. I was just like, this is a really hot scenario. Mm-hmm. Like this right yeah. here, this is sexy. I can tell. Yeah. Definitely. Sexy stuff. Yup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She knows, she knows how to get it for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I recognize the bar is in hell, but um, th- this line that Xander says, the way he says, no, we can't do this. This isn't the right time. This is not the right circumstances. Um, again, mm-hmm. we're not going to give gold stars for mediocrity, but um, sure, true. good 90s talking about consent and respecting our friends here. Yep. In my yeah, opinion. they did yep. work it in. That was, yeah, points yep. for that. Yeah, definite, definite points. And I think Xander does receive points for for being able to review in such a situation. Uh, given... I. I hear tell the the male hormone sex sex drive is pretty freaking strong. Oh yeah, I, I hear tell that that you know that's the, the talk amongst the the <laughs> town. There's a comedian that says something about like yes, I know that that you know female identifying or all, all genders have have really high sex drives as well. But here's the question: Have you ever jerked off while driving? <laughs> And like, I was oh, like, wild driving. that is a right while driving. Yeah, while driving. No. So, and I was like, I I can't think of any of my friends who have certainly not female identifying ones. Uh, so I that is my that is my like barometer. And so I'm like, well, if that's if that's where you're at, 
I, I imagine saying no to the girl you've had a, a big heart on for for years now uh, would be tricky. Right. So I, I give I give them a couple points for that. I mean, they try to sell blue balls. So yeah, like it's that serious. <laughs> They've come up with it's true. Psyops, it's true. The excuses, you know? <laughs> the excuses they come up with for sure. Uh, so we start to see some of the dangerous consequences of this spell because Buffy gets super pissed, and a Slayer who's super pissed at you is probably not ideal. Yeah. Um, Amy walks Which in. Which is a great line, though. And now you have a witch and a slayer pissed at each other. What's the line, Allie? Uh, so, so Amy says <laughs> something about your face, something about Buffy's fa- face or my face or something like that. And Buffy goes, funny, I know what your face wants. <laughs> oh, oh, Amy Amy says something about knowing what Xander wants. And yeah. Buffy goes, funny, I know what your face wants. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> She's like, Yeah. <laughs> I actively was like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am very interested in. Well, actually, I was gonna say Slayer versus Witch. Who wins? And it's like, well, actually, we find out yeah. uh, which wins. Yeah. So that's unfortunate for Buffy. But it, it also at the Witch at me it was like, that's right. What are you gonna do with us? Turn your ass into a rat. <laughs> Love to see representation. <laughs> representation matters. Empower the witches. Hashtag empower more witches. Yeah, and Sanders quit with the Hecate. Yes. Uh, fair. That's a fit, fair emotion right there. It's fair. I have a fun fact here from my research that uh, part of the reason for Buffy turning into a rat, in addition for witch representation and Amy being a badass, is because Sarah Michelle Geller had to. Uh, rehearse and film SNL, so they needed an episode where her as a character ah, wasn't. Yeah, sure so she not. did her filming in like four, across four days or something like that. So interesting, fun little trivia so from um, the internet that everything on the internet is true. So that has to be completely accurate, right? Right, absolutely. That's. I mean, history. it is. It could be. Ve- it- could technically be verified if you looked up when like the actual date she was on SNL and then you go back a week that's the week that she would have been rehearsing for SNL I'm not going to go verify it but um... <laughs> but if one wanted to <laughs> if one wanted to let us know it is it is verifiable information I love I love hearing uh behind the scenes stuff like that so um the uh at Cordelia's locker um the girls get violent with her um, yeah, Cordelia has a line to Harmony here, where she says, "If you need to borrow my okay, Harmony, if you need to buy or borrow my Midol, just ask." <laughs> <laughs> and then Harmony slaps Boom. her. <laughs> I I wrote clapping back while also being a generous friend. She is a goddess. But she being generous is that what she meant by that? I guess we'll take her at her word. Because yeah, she's like, because she's being bitchy, but she's also like, but I would share my mydol. So yeah, that definitely feels like the motivation. One share. She just so generously interprets everything, and I'm like, period joke. <laughs> I mean, I also love a good period joke uh, because they're awful and hashtag normalized periods. Um, True. Uh, also, Allie, Allie uh, bright side of everything, uh, before the fighting starts, Harmony has like Barbie hair. It's so 
thick and long and it's that, that like perfect straight that like little bit of wave she just has she has amazing hair she's dumb as a post and she's a total <laughs> sheep sure but her hair is amazing i man i i don't know maybe it's because <laughs> i'm a scorpio i like i say i'm like clearly we're supposed to hate this bitch so i hate her i hate your stupid headband i hate your stupid eyeballs like everything just we all need I a friend see your like nose Absolutely. hate that for you yeah. breathing no. the way she's yeah, breathing no, is I'm... really offensive to me how dare you Oof, yeah seems like too much oxygen going to the person <laughs> no see i yeah i'm more complex than that like i recognize that if Cordelia was saying these things to me, devastating. But I can still appreciate how well crafted these statements are and how, like, wow, she is an effective attacker. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about Harmony and Harmony's hair still. I was like, oh, I yeah, no, no, no. I mean, yes. But that's that is part of me going, like, she's awful. But her hair, though. Yeah. No, good for you. Yeah. Good for you for appreciating the nuance of human time. Yeah, we appreciate I, your nuance. Somehow. I don't. But I'm I do. Glad I mean, to be sharing this. when it's a fictional character, I'm very generous. Uh, when it's about actual people in my life or on social media, different story. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Hell yeah, exactly. Um, so we're back in the library, right? We all back in the library. Yes. Okay, so Xander, they're trying to deal with stuff, and Oz comes in. This whole interaction between the two of them, I love it. Because he's it. just like, I don't even know what I'm punching yeah. you for, but you upset her, so I'm punching you. But then the whole rest of it, he's chill. And then they're like, we're trying to find Buffy, who's a rat. And he's like, oh, cool. Okay. On it. And just like all unfazed right. about everything. Just, oh, I love it. Just him. another day. Yep, whatever. Like, okay, yeah, I'll find, I'll find rat Buffy. That's fine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I do love Giles' daddy energy. Just yeah, she's like, so protective. Yeah. If anything yeah, happens so to her, I'll... Yep. Her. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dilf energy for sure. Um. Okay, but also... Uh, yeah, strong dad energy for sure. But also, Giles is coming down real hard for someone who fucked around with demons during his dirtbag teenage years. You know, Sarah... Yeah, Fair you point. literally summoned a demon to get hot, get possessed, and get high, and you're upset because he did a stupid love spell. Um, just for funsies, because the devil always needs an advocate, right? Um, <laughs> sure. Giles still didn't mess with uh, free will. He uh, he was just trying to get uh, high. I guess. He got people. Their their action. Their high died. Got yeah. people dead. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He's although, being a little. Although harsh. I do have a note later about like, okay, so how many women were injured or died because of this whole stampede and fights that incurred because of how violent things get? Uh, how many people were were at least taken to the ER? Because there was a lot of weapons that come. There up. was a, a lot, lot of weapons throughout the as it, it and gets they were armed. Sheer, sheer yeah. numbers. I mean, I think about the people getting stampeded on Black Friday. Yeah. That's at least as bad as this. So, Although they yeah. don't seem to actually use their weapons. 
Mm. Like, yeah, they don't seem to yeah. very Brandishing. effectively. They're yeah. kind of they're kind of pull, pulling their their punches a bit with that, but uh, some I feel like someone was stomped. <laughs> That's fair. Um, R.I.P. to whoever was lost. <laughs> yeah, some nameless student in Sunday. Lunch lady number yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah or lunch lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did notice that this uh, chastising from Giles uh, d- seems to have a pretty big impact on Xander. He walks away like a kicked puppy. And then um, outside the library, Cordelia is getting totally wailed on by um, those gals, and Xander saves her. So that's great. Once again, showing how small Sunnydale is because they just run to Buffy's house, even though Joyce drives her to school. And it's nighttime at some point. And it's nighttime. Yeah. Yeah. So logistics, we'll move on. Jess, sure. I cut you yeah. off. The timeline does not work. I just, just real quick, just needed to, I feel like, mm-hmm. admire Willow's Oscar-worthy tears when they, mm-hmm. when Accordion and Xander walk out of the school and she's like with an axe, just mm-hmm. like, yep. oh, why? You could like see the tears on her shirt. And I was like, babe, <laughs> sell it. Sell it to I mean, me. Yeah. Sell I it. mean, she is the one person who I think like, d- it, you would only have to have a drop of this spell on her. And she like it old. is literally only like the fact that she's brandishing an axe that is outside of character. Yeah, because she has every right to be upset. She I was. actually was the one defending Willow's actions when she found out about Xander and Cordy. Nick was like, she she overreacted. I'm like, I don't know. I'd be pissed too. Poor girl's got feelings. She's right. got a lot of emotions. Yep, she's sensitive. Yeah. Which hey, and she doesn't even yep. know she's a little witch yet. Yeah, uh, she's got so much energy she doesn't even know what to do with. Yeah, and uh, powerful energy too. It turns out. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're at Buffy's house. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they think they're all safe. Yeah. But indeed, Until- Mommy Summers is uh, yeah. unfortunately <laughs> also fallen victim. <laughs> Although my no- my note is uh, as if Xander never thought about Joyce. Oh, yeah. I mean, who hasn't? Oh, th- yeah, I thousand mean, percent. Yeah, yeah. Have you she's seen Joyce's smoke show? Yeah, I, totally. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think. I think there's a lot of this this episode that will end up in Xander's spank bank. <laughs> like he's got to feel bad about it, but not enough not to jerk off to it. I just don't need to think about that. <laughs> the um, when Cordelia grabs Joyce and like throws her outside, yeah. it is so <laughs> funny to me. And then she breaks the window and she goes, yeah. "Xander, honey, let Joyce in. Let Joyce in." Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, not a mommy daddy complex. Not a- <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I learned yeah, things about myself in this episode. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. No, it's perfectly healthy to express that kink with all consenting parties. Don't let me exactly. yuck your yum. Yeah, yeah, yep. Totally. There is a difference between fantasy and reality. Yeah. It's a very, very important line for sure. Um, so Cordelia says, the only way you could get other girls to like you is witchcraft. And Xander goes, that is so, yeah, okay, good point. <laughs> I wrote that same thing down. That's so hot tea. Yeah, but he he is taking it on the chin. He is taking the lumps. I mean, she ain't wrong. Nope, nope, no, uh, no lies detected here. Um, so uh, they sneak yeah. up to Buffy's room. Angel swipes him out of the out of the window. Fully defenestrated. 
and yes excellent use of that word what did you say totally defenestrated defenestrated hang on yes yep defenestration it is the act of throwing uh oneself or somebody else out of a window did you google that Allie? as you were no that was how did the two of you know what did i miss a class (laughs) so my weird thing is uh madam lawns in middle school that's her favorite word defenestration and it stuck how did you know that jess I heard it one day. Someone mentioned it to me, like in a sentence, or I saw it on TV. I just remember hearing it once, looking it up, and then ever since that moment, and that's lost on me because now it, my life has just been filled with any moment I possibly can to work defenestration into a sentence. Yeah, yeah, and it so rarely applies. Life is divided into two parts: before <laughs> knowing about defenestration, and afterwards. You got it. Wow. That's Thank it. you for this profound impact on my life tonight, too. I am grateful for it. It's also nice to just sometimes when you're frustrated, like, I'm about to defenestrate my computer. <laughs> like, you know, when it, it just throw it out. Or the cats. Like, yeah. Zena, you scratch the couch one more time. I'm about to defenestrate you. <laughs> I'm going to defenestrate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I personally think that comes off so much better than using yeet. Right? Because synonyms, but they come off very differently. <laughs> Different effect. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Defen- I feel like I want to hold like my pinky business. up when I say defenestration. <laughs> How dare you? I will defenestrate you post haste. We found our audiogram right there. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. There's a there's a few from this episode. You might have a lot of content content for 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 the socials. Yeah. Okay. We're in the home stretch here, kids. We're yes. on it. Yeah. So Xander is defenestrated, literally <laughs> thrown from the roof, and he gets up and is fine. Totally fine. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Tracks. Yeah. That's reality. Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it gets his ass kicked a little bit here, and Drusilla saves him. Yep. And then that we learn strange. that even the vampires have not evaded the the spell. Yeah. Yep. And Angel says, guess I really did drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, there's a definite kiss here between Drusilla and Xander, too. Yep. There was, there's... Lip action, which I hadn't realized happened. It feels significant. I I think Xander would agree. Yeah. Uh, Xander start. oh, um, just as Drusilla is about to bite him, um, she says, uh, how do you feel about eternal life? Is that the line? <laughs> yeah. Great. Something like that. Great Something line. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mob runs up and saves Xander. And then as Xander is being mobbed, Cordelia, there's a lot of mobs in this episode. Cordelia yes. saves Xander from the mob. Yep. They run back inside, but the mob is there too. Mobs on mobs. Yep. Uh, and then we ha- so we have poor Xander and Cordy <laughs> once again taking shelter in the Summers family basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I got a kick out of when Xander and Cordy are discussing, like, you know, what the hell is going on here? And he's basically like, well, I meant to cast a spell on you. And then kind of romantic music happens for a moment. And Cordelia realizes, she's like, oh, you meant to cast a horrible spell that takes away my free will? Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, you were bullying me because you liked me? No. 
No. <laughs> this is not a healthy relationship, you guys. Yeah. That's not a compliment. That's a We're taking the, lo- the wrong lessons from this. The wrong, wrong takeaways, gang. Very Romeo Juliet energy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it got better. So this is going to be a hard one for them to explain. They say, later they do talk about like, oh yeah, okay, I guess they bought the scavenger hunt thing. Although we also learned that they all kept their memories. Mm-hmm. So definitely a collective, we're just going to agree to not talk about this. Because, uh, yeah, what would, what would you even say? Especially the adults here. Who just became obsessed yeah. with a child, yeah. Right, actively making moves on a high school boy. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just all agree this didn't happen. Plead temporary insanity. Yeah, it's, you know, just another week. It's just another That's week. true. <laughs> yeah, just another day in paradise. Right. So we're... So are we at the school again? So um, the spell has been broken. I want to go. I want to go to the little counter spell that Amy and yes, Giles are yeah. doing. So talk to us about the counter spell. And I have a question, but I'm just yeah. going to ask my question. Do so in the Buffy world, um, Giles. In the Buffy world, we see a few instances where you don't have to have magical ability in order to cast a spell. Am I? Mm. Is that right, Allie, as our resident Buffy expert? I'm sorry. Say that again. Do you, in the Buffy world, do you have to have magical mm-hmm. ability in order to cast a spell? In order to it cast some spells? You, I mean, they don't really go into the mechanics of things, but it does seem that if you get the right ingredient, if you can obtain all the right ingredients and you can say all the right words, you can cast a spell. Now, you could explain that away of like, lots of people have a bit of magic in them to varying degrees, and some people have better success with their spells because they know how to say the words better, or they know where to find the good, you know, nightshade or whatever. Um, but they they don't go into it specifically. But I'm thinking there are some people who uh, end up dabbling in ma- in magic later. Um, that do not seem to be or don't identify as witches, but they know how to cast spells. Good way to reference the future without spoiling anything, Allie. Um, Thank you. Jess, does that feel track? I like you know who I'm talking Can about. anybody be a witch? As far as I'm aware, like, I do think it's interesting, like, the concept kind of of, like, clairsentience or clairvoyance or, like, some witches having certain innate abilities because I do think that is very reflective of reality, where there are people who, you know, work with certain entities or, you know, communicate with spirits that are not in our realm. And they all see things versus hearing things versus feeling things. So I do think there is definitely an element of individuality that manifests in real spell work and real witchcraft. Um, and then, but in terms of yeah. Like, also, some of us are just savants. Some people, <laughs> like, you know, just natural yeah. at anything. So I do think that maybe, you know, like, we have, like, Amy, who is definitely a power, like we said, even more powerful yeah. than I think she realizes. 100%. But meanwhile, you know, similarly, if anybody has the intention, like you said, uh, Allie, like, about the, just the, we all have capacity to yeah create magic so 
it's like how much is already pre-existing versus yeah. how much work do you have to put into uh, yeah so craft. sort of like right yeah so sort of like innate talent versus skill exactly. like some people probably have to work harder at it to be just as effective as somebody like amy who is naturally powerful Neato. Neato. there we go um so the spell is broken um, I have an Oz quote because Buffy, Buffy turns into a human, so it makes finding her a lot easier. Uh, just I seem to I seem to be naked, and Oz in just classic Oz fashion. But you're not a rat, so call it an upside. It's very well, alley line too. Right, I do. Hey, you gotta you gotta look on the bright side. Otherwise, I mean, there's just two. You gotta find them. You gotta find your small wins wherever you can find them. Otherwise, you're looking in the dark. It's hard to find <laughs> things in the dark. Exactly. Exactly. Very true. Wisdom abound. Um. So we've blamed it on a scavenger hunt. We've everybody's kind of collectively agreed that we're not going to think about it. We're at school the next day. And there's this really nice scene between Xander and Buffy. Do you want to talk about it, Allie? Yeah, I do. Because um, I think this not only so shows um, maturity for the characters, but also maturity for the writers like of the show. And maybe this was a choice of what, what they decided to, to put their characters through versus not. But this it's just a really stark contrast to um, the pack. In season one, mm-hmm. where Xander's just like, la, 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 I didn't remember. And we're all just like, cool, he doesn't remember. Let's just keep on going with life. Whereas this time, no one's claiming amnesia. Buffy's like, oh, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. And and she does give him, again, he give, she gives him points of like, but I also remember you not undressing me. Right. So, but I, I'm glad that they, they didn't just like sweep it under the rug. That is a good point. I went off on the pack and I think this <laughs> yes, is the much better way to handle this. Yeah, yeah. Acknowledge Great. it. Take the lessons. Oh, you're so yeah. right, Allie. Good point. I mean, it's an extremely well done show. I can't <laughs> argue with that. That's true. Do you mean our podcast or the show? I'm just kidding. I know who you're talking both. about. Both. <laughs> Obviously both. Yeah. Um, so Cordelia is talking with the Cordettes outside first of all Harmony is telling a real bummer of a story about being yeah. like passed over like I wrote being that some too. dude's third choice yeah for a date there's or just something. two other girls he's gonna ask first yeah. oh my god sweetheart Babe, oh this is not a positive he's not that cute I promise you um, no there's no way um, Xander bumps into them and Harmony has just Decided Xander's mom potentially working at a drive-thru is an insult. Not your finest, Termini. Um, no. That one got me, too. I specifically yeah. wrote that down. Like, it's classist and dumb. Like, it's yeah. just somehow both. Yeah, yeah. And not a dig that Cordelia ever would have made. That's true. She's smarter than that. She's too smart yep. for that. Yeah, yep. yeah. Higher brow yeah. She'll dig about where you <laughs> shop, but she she draws a line. Right. Um, and then there's um, an epic line here from Cordelia, mm-hmm. the the epic sheep monologue where she says, Harmony, you're a sheep. Um, and I love this line. She says, and here I am scrambling for your approval when I'm way cooler than you are because I'm not a sheep. I do what I want to do. I'll date whoever the hell I want to date. 
no matter how lame he is, because we have <laughs> to end with a low-key insult. She can't yeah. resist. Yeah. She does have trouble with that. <laughs> but she was, yeah, that's it. Is, it's very classic. I do love that. I'm like, here I am. Because I wrote, I wrote a, say, a chunk of that. The here I am scrambling for your approval when I'm way cooler than you are. That's right, bitch. That's right. You know your worth. That is funny because I literally wrote down the part no matter how lame he that's the i don't know I'm, I'm damaged i'm traumatized by some of the people who are like this <laughs> i was like of course you had to say something itchy couldn't right. just yeah you couldn't just be. have a nice moment yeah right couldn't right. just give the kid to... like one fucking moment yep uh, yeah especially yeah, as I've he just to... got savaged by harmony <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely uh had to when we first started dating, uh, give Hayden some notes on that. Of like, we'd be having a really sweet moment. Maybe I would have like pulled him into like kind of dance with me, and then he'd say something stupid and be like, "We were having." You could have just said nothing. You could have right. You could have chosen not a word. Yep. The thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. We did it, and then like then they walk off together. Uh, yeah. you know, Cordelia yeah. and. Xander and I and I just again I don't know maybe I've also been traumatized by relationships but they talk about how they're like he's like don't worry we'll just argue whenever they're around because she's having like buyer's remorse of standing up to them (laughs) yep (laughs) I don't know maybe I shouldn't have not been popular I don't know about this new world I'm walking into and he's like don't worry we'll just make it look like we totally don't get along and she's like you do that for me again like you guys (laughs) and then it just cut the black we're done that's just here you go toxic relationship I thought thought that was cute Maybe I'm not damaged enough. I don't know. Or maybe you're damaged in your own way. Maybe there's both. Are we all definitely? I need to call my therapist after this. Oh God, it's too late though. It's eight thirty at night. She's not gonna pick up. You can text her. Email email her. She'll see it in the morning. Oh God. Um, No, because I I saw it as like. Yeah, I realized some new things. I was talking about Bubby with my friends, and they all made really good points, and I don't know. (laughs) Have I ever been in a healthy relationship? I thought it was really sweet that he is is recognizing the reality of the situation and is willing to do that for her. The same way that, like, if we were, if me and my boyfriend were around my ex, I would be like, if, you know, if you could touch my butt a little more and just be like, super lovey-dovey and how amazing I am. Like, that would be really great for me. And, like, as a partner, he would do that for me. Sure. But that's also not, like, actively having arguments in public. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. I feel like yeah, that's yeah, a Yeah, making that's it a his nicer... if you aren't yeah. together. Yeah, that's the opposite, Allie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> acting, him acting really interested in you would be a really good thing. That would be as yeah. opposed to what yeah. great... <laughs> As discussed, I know our trauma has made things confusing, <laughs> but your version is the, the goal. That's the... yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. certainly very quintessential for their relationship. Yes, and we're we're yes. all kind of back to normal by the end of it after that wild episode. Yeah, what a Valentine's Day, man! What a Valentine's Day. I forgot it was all started with Valentine's Day by the end of this episode. Yeah. Or, or. Although, for Buffy, 
ended up not as bad a Valentine's Day as she initially was expecting. No puppies died. No, no puppies. No people were maimed in uh, the executing of this Valentine's Day. Yeah. She she got some roses that were threatening and gave her some a bit of a scare, but then she was a mouse. Yeah. And, and then she was, she was at least she was safe it. for a while. Yeah. Well, then there was she got threatened by a cat for a hot sec, but she was but then you know she got fine. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of getting maimed, uh, next episode is going to be interesting. Oh yes. What are Ooh, our yeah, well. final thoughts on this episode, friends? Final wrap ups, final hot takes, anything we haven't discussed? I'm just personally really glad that we're 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 on to the we're on to the sex education portion of humanity. We're like working our way up to that in our American yep. culture. That's mm-hmm. this yep. was a real spicy reminder of where we've been in terms of just yeah. just like yeah. sexualizing teenagers. Just how just the whole binary yeah. of it all yeah just i'm just grateful we're here as as the, fucked up as things still the are adults involved in it all not yeah. okay not don't love that don't love that yeah. journey for uh yeah but otherwise a, yeah. fascinating yeah. episode <laughs> i appreciate there, there ended up being a lot of interesting aspects of it for sure um i appreciated a xander centric episode that um i ended up liking xander more afterwards because i haven't um sorry for our listeners who don't uh find xander as problematic as i do but um <laughs> but yeah i mean he like took accountability really well and yeah um, made some proud choices when he like realized what was happening and yeah i yeah so well done xander don't yeah, mess overall, with people's free will in the future oh yeah uh, yeah definitely please please learn that lesson yeah definitely not a favorite um would not make any kind of compilation list of of best ofs for sure um i do i do enjoy things that inspire discussion which is nice and that that this is really good for that um, and we were able to to pick out some some good moments for sure. Um, it is definitely, luckily so far, in the minority of episodes that I'm like, yes, this did not age well. Because most of the stuff that, while I think they would do it differently now, I'm still pretty much okay with it. Um, and there's and there's some other things that like maybe they would have d- done it differently now, and I'm not always a fan of that i think there's we're some we're sort of in a period of overcorrecting, um which is which is necessary and i still think overcorrecting is better than not correcting um but, but right. i think this there episode is definitely balance. one that i'm like yeah yeah exactly there needs to be there needs to be a balance everything with moderation so i definitely think that this is an episode that would be really really done differently in the future which would be a very interesting like fan film yeah like I would love to see, like, okay, so the spell just affected the teenagers. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, let's make that choice. And then, like, what other gender identities and sexuality mm-hmm. identities would would fall prey to the spell? That could be very interesting. Totally. And may like I would have loved to see, like, Larry involved in this episode. What if it made somebody realize they were gay? Exactly. <gasps> That's what I mean. Somebody was like some awakening. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe there's some people the next day once the spell's broken having like a really heartfelt conversation of like 
there's stuff I have to think come, about come this. to terms with now like yeah there were some things that i did not expect to be affected yeah like because they remember this right like mm-hmm. i still think this is a very teenage thing like i think that it was a bad decision but i think it was an accurate decision to what a teenager would do yeah cast a spell so I think if they had the means to do so yeah i agree with right that. yeah yeah so i think it it's still a very worthwhile storyline to explore uh but i do think that it could be done in, in better ways today for sure I need to stop saying for sure. I'm going to cut some of those out in Descript. <laughs> I'd probably have to. I'm sure you're going to notice some vocal tics that I have not been aware of because I haven't edited myself very often in the past couple months. So, um, yeah. yeah. You'll notice if you're looking too, for a new editing tool, Descript is really great because you can edit the, the audio or video by editing the text, by editing the transcript. And so you can just like take out all of your ums or like select which for sure's you want to take out or if you say whatever it's awesome it's awesome this is we are not sponsored we could totally i'm descript if you're listening we will happily take your money and plug your your tools because i do genuinely use them um you're gonna have to cut that out because i need you to i need people to think that i don't use as many filler words as i do so i sound smarter than i actually am oh this is where we say well nick i actually don't edit you as much as you think you're perfect and amazing it's it's the sound quality that yes I do have to edit, but uh, your speech, they're <laughs> amazing. Word. You're an editor's dream. Oh my goodness! I don't need to contact my therapist anymore. I'm good now. <laughs> oh good! Allie. I'll just like yeah. I'll go. I'll go back to love bombing you. I'm I'm good for love bombs. Um, save the copay, up, please. Save the copay. Yes, True, this thirty five bucks a pot. That's not cheap. Right. Yeah, like- it's like a whole tank of gas. Yeah. 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 Yes, I can I can wrap this up. All right. I think that about does it for this episode. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode, and we hope you'll join us next time when we'll discuss Season 2, Episode 17, Passion. If you're just too excited to wait until the next episode to chat, send us an email at tabularasabpod at gmail.com. That is T-A-B-U-L-A-R-A-S-A-B-P-O-D at gmail.com. You can also say hello to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok at at tabularasabpod. And most of all, not most of all, and we'd also be thrilled if you'd leave us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's so helpful and we're grateful for it. Allie, I'm going to ask you for your social media plugs, please. I'm so surprised by that question. I was so un- I was so unprepared. It's never happened. Right? Um, so you can find uh, me, Allie, on Instagram and Twitter at daughterpick d a u g h t e r p i c k, or on TikTok at future black cat. And if you'd like to throw a hungry artist some money, you can go to buymeacoffee.com/slash/alliepress a l l i e p r e s s. Uh, That's also a great place to get any updates that I share about my ongoing acting journey. But if you also just want to skip all that and just send me money, I'm also Allie Press on Venmo. And Jess, you already plugged your social media once, but I want you to do it again, please. You got it. So similarly to Allie, uh, you can check TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, all the apps that the kids are on these days, the YouTubes, the Twitters, the tweetings, uh, Luka Tuka, P-O-O-K-A-L-U-K-A-T-U-K-A for all things Puka Luka Tuka. Woo! 
Um, uh, dear listeners, all social media handles are going to be in the description. Jess, thank you so fucking much. It's been so great. <laughs> and it's been my pleasure. I can't even thank you enough for having me. Thank you. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Well, then we'll have to make you a season regular. I'm in. Sign me up. We'd be so yes. lucky. Yeah. I'm no, I, because I, I already know there's more witchy, witchy stuff coming in season three. So we'll, we'll, we need your witchy analysis. We need that. your brain. We need your warmth. We need your grace. We need you. All of it. So, boys, I don't have to call a therapist now either. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> we love that. Well, we could all go not call our therapist. That's great. Yay. Hey, <laughs> not calling our therapist. <laughs> all right. And everyone out there listening, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. We hope this helped you feel a little less like you have to call your therapist. Uh, go out there and make proud choices. Bye-bye. Make proud choices. Bye. Tabula Rasa, bitches, is hosted by Ali Press and Nick Mercer, with music by Inflaton Cult, artwork by Charlotte Fleming Design, and consultation by Evo Terra.